0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Texas deep freeze. Try to get some heat. It's like an igloo. President's vaccination schedule. By the end of July, we'll have over 600 million doses. Former President Trump attacks Senate GOP leader. He takes McConnell apart. He shreds him. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a desperate and dangerous situation in Texas on a day when there's more snow and ice and below freezing temperatures. Millions in the state spent another night without power. Along with no heat, some homes don't have running water. CBS's Omar Franco begins our coverage in Dallas. To protect her 8-month-old daughter, Tara Davis is heading for Tampa, Florida to stay with family. The baby girl slept between mom and dad in their bed just to stay warm. That was a really scary situation to even do. We had to do that so we could keep her warm. The thermostat said uh, 32 degrees. In Plano, Texas, Dylan Luster and his wife left their home and brought their three-year-old and 15-month-old children to the warming shelter. Number one country, right? But can't handle a snowstorm. Residents around the state are demanding to know when their power will return. ERCOT has handled this entire situation has been completely unacceptable. Governor Greg Abbott is blaming ERCOT, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, charged with operating the state's grid. Abbott called for a full investigation into the nonprofit corporation. Bill Magnus, ERCOT CEO, supports an investigation. I think the fundamental decisions that our operators made very likely could have prevented a catastrophic... Blackout immediately to the north of me, the state of Oklahoma is dealing with brutal wind and snow. But unlike Texas, they actually have power. My colleague Mirea Virial is in Oklahoma City to explain. Mirea, here's what it boils down to. Oklahoma actually shares a power grid with its neighbors. The state gets its energy from the southwest power pool along with 13 other states. So when the temperature dipped down in Oklahoma and demand went up. The pool had enough energy available and reserved to respond to this emergency. Like Omar said, Texas has its own power grid that is run by the company ERCOT. It doesn't have the luxury of relying on other states for help. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli is watching the current system roll through. A lot of ice right now. Places like Austin, San Antonio, east towards Lufkin, Texas, and that's headed in to Louisiana. The hour by hour today, it's snow to the north across Little Rock, Arkansas to the south. A solid sheet Of ice. There are below zero temperatures again this morning in a good stretch of the upper Midwest. President Biden went to Milwaukee where he was asked at a CNN town hall when all Americans will be able to get a COVID vaccine shot. By the end of July of this year. When you say by by the end of July, uh, do you mean that they will be available or that people will have been able to actually get them? Because Dr. Fauci. They'll be available. They'll be available. Be available. 600 million doses by then, he says. Mr. Biden is now promising a majority of elementary schools will be open five days a week by the end of his first 100 days in office. His administration came under fire when aides said schools would be considered open if they held in-person learning just one day a week. Nobody is suggesting, including the CDC in its recent audit report, that you have large classes, congested classes. It's about needing to be able to socially distance smaller classes, more protection, and I think that teachers and the folks who work in the school, the cafeteria workers, and another, should be on the list of preferred to get a vaccination. On CBS This Morning, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Teachers should absolutely be priority among those who we consider essential personnel. And you should try and get as many teachers as you possibly can vaccinated as quickly as you possibly can. But to make it a sine qua non, that you don't open a school until every teacher is vaccinated, I think is not workable. And probably most of the teachers would agree with that. Britain's health regulator has just approved what will be the world's first COVID challenge study which healthy volunteers will be deliberately infected with the coronavirus. Andrew Ketchpole, one of the people in charge of the study, says it's a way to help develop vaccines against the new variants. We're only going to be administering the amount of virus to achieve infection. As soon as we have established that they are infected, then we'll be administering antivirals purely as a preemptive measure. Up to 90 people will be recruited for the study. The battle within the Republican Party got kicked up a notch yesterday when former President Trump released a statement slamming Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell. Over the weekend, McConnell voted to acquit Mr. Trump at his impeachment trial, but criticized him at length afterward. In this return volley, Mr. Trump calls McConnell a dour, sullen, and unsmiling political hack. And if Republicans stay with him, they will not win again. Political scientist Larry Sabato. This is absolutely unprecedented. I just can't recall any example of a president attacking a majority leader of his party in this vicious fashion. He takes McConnell apart. He shreds him. The former Trump Plaza Casino is due to be imploded today in Atlantic City. Mr. Trump opened it in 1984. Billionaire Carl Icahn owns it now. It's been closed for several years. A Republican bill in South Carolina that would likely ban nearly all abortions is up for a crucial debate and vote today in the state's house. If it's approved, it'll go to the governor, who has said he will sign it. A legal fight would be next. In our series Unifying America, we look at the plight of black farmers in this country. CBS's Allison Keys says many want a new administration in Washington to right some wrongs. In 1910, they were 14% of the nation's farming population. Today, that figure is just 1.4%. This week, two bills were introduced in the Senate to address years of discrimination against black farmers. I need action. I need them to put this bill in place. Abraham Carpenter Jr. is among those disturbed by President Biden's choice of Tom Vilsack to lead the Department of Agriculture. It's not snowy and bitter cold everywhere. Major League Spring training camps begin to open today in Florida and Arizona. The plan is to play a full season after the shortened one last year caused by the pandemic. The man who may be Britain's oldest paper boy has postponed plans to retire. George Bailey's first gig as a paperboy was at 11 years old. He returned to it after he retired, delivering papers by bicycle in his home village of Headcorn in southern England. Now 80, Bailey was starting to feel it was all getting a bit too much for him until Raleigh Bicycles and a British bike chain heard about that and gifted him an e-bike. If the bicycle I've got, if it lasts 10 years, then I'll probably say that's That's it. I'm packing up at 90. So 6 o'clock each morning still sees George Bailey on his daily round. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Larry King never really retired, and his death last month has now touched off a court battle over his will. His widow is contesting a handwritten document that leaves his estate to his four children. A son says there was a pending divorce proceeding and the couple didn't live together. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve and CBS News.